Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and I am back at it, back at it, back at it. Again! I'm back at it again, man. (laughs) I'm back at it again, and boy, oh boy, do we have a lot to talk about tonight. Lines are hot. We're going to get to everybody. Please be patient. Listen, the New York Jets just can't catch a break. Things was looking good. Everything was flowing well, and we now we got a big injury with Makai Beckton. We're going to be discussing that. We're also going to be talking about, uh, you know, the green and white scrimmage as well, some of the things we saw come out of that too. And for those of you that may not know, uh, the New York Jets have an upcoming preseason game against the Eagles, you know, in a little bit. So uh, there's a lot to talk about, but before I get into it, listen. Let me open up the show. I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. All right? Also, you know, salutes to all the savages in the chat. Everett Stewart, J. Cole, 343, Emanon, Denim G, salutes. Listen, your boy is on iTunes, okay? Your boy's on iTunes, man. Go on over to iTunes, all right, and uh, check out what I'm doing, okay? Go on over to iTunes, click in, uh, search, type in the search bar, Long Beach Joe Show, all right? Go ahead, subscribe to my podcast there on iTunes, and leave your boy some feedback, okay? Leave me some feedback. Let me know what you folks think about what I'm doing over here. And I want to thank everyone that does that. I truly, truly appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? I truly appreciate it. I really do. Um, and, again, I want to thank everybody that already does that. It's greatly appreciated. I'm also, you know, on YouTube as well. For those of you that don't know, I'm being told, you know, every day pretty much, hey, though, you're a handsome guy. I say thank you. You know, I'm not big-headed. I'm just a regular guy. But people say, hey, though, you're looking good, man. You're looking good. A lot of people say, hey, you got a face made for TV. You got a voice made for radio. What's up, man? What's going on? Like, we didn't know that. And I say, yeah, so why don't you come on over to YouTube, right? Hit that search tab, type in Long Beach Joe Jets, subscribe, hit that notification bell so when I post content, y'all will be in the know. You know what I'm saying? Y'all will be in the know. So if you want to see the shows live, you want to check in, you want to be in the chat with all the savages, everybody that's in there, come on by. And, uh, you know, do that. Hit that subscribe button. Again, hit that notification bell. So when I post content, y'all be in the know. Ah, now with all that said and done, all right, there's been a lot going on, a lot going on. You can also catch up with me on Twitter as well, at the Long Beach Joe Show, at the Long Beach Joe Show as well. We've got a lot happening, man, with the New York Jets at this point, all right? <laughs> a lot going on. And, again, we'll get to everybody. Please just be patient. Listen, the New York Jets have suffered a big injury, a big injury along the offensive line. Makai Becton in Friday's practice, um, or excuse me, in yesterday's practice, goes down. Uh, you know, JFM and him collided. Uh, JFM hit him. John Franklin Myers hit him on a running play. And Becton ended up, you know, falling kind of awkwardly, bending his leg back. And, man, 
It didn't look good. Now, keep in mind that Makai Becton has had a knee brace on for a bit, right? He had a knee brace on, uh, you know, for the green and white swimming, kind of messing around with it, but he had a knee brace on as well for this practice. And he was messing around with it a lot after that hit. And he tried to go through some team drills, and you could see that he was limping heavily coming away from these team drills. I'm talking heavily. It did not look good. He looked in pain. You could see his face. It was wincing, everything. So initially, you know, everybody, even Sella came out initially said, hey, it's not that serious, you know. You check him out. Everything's going to be all right. No big deal. So everybody was like, okay, you know, maybe it's just, maybe he tweaked it a little bit. Okay, fine. Let's sit him down. Let's ice him. I said it myself, like, oh, hopefully he's good to go. Everything's all right. But, you know, let's just be, be careful with him. Be safe with Makai. Well, they said, hey, we're going to continue to run tests. We're going to go get an MRI. We're going to figure some things out here. And uh, as they got MRI and continued tests, things started to look a lot serious, a lot more serious than we thought. Then the story, you know, kind of started to fly out there that this, this injury was a lot worse than what was initially anticipated. So then, you know, of course, the concern started to escalate. Then as we continued to hear different things from different people about what was going on with Makai Beckton and his knee, story starts to come out that Makai Beckton you know, suffered another, the injury that he has is different than the injury that kept him out all last year. Keep in mind, this is a guy that worked his butt off to get back, to get on this field. We missed him all last year, got hurt in the Panthers game, had a knee injury then. It took him all year to get himself back in to, you know, to get, get himself back to where he needed to be. Now they're saying to us, hey, there's a new injury. This is not the same injury he had last season. This is different. As they continue to do tests, they start to see it is, in fact, a kneecap injury. It's a new injury. It's a small chip-sized fracture in his previously surgically repaired right knee. Small chip fracture. Sulla comes out today after there was a lot of reports saying, hey, Makai, you know, this could be serious. The timetable could be lengthy. He could be done for the season. Sulla comes out today and confirms that, yes, it's a chip fracture, and more than likely the season is over for Makai Beckton, that he's not going to play the season, more than likely. Again, at this point that we're having these talks and having this discussion, it's not completely official, right? They haven't come out and said, hey, this, he's done, it's said done. Not at this point. Maybe it gets sent out while we're talking. But the way it's looking from everybody, all the reports, you know, people coming out, people within the locker room, people close to him, you know, even some of the things that he's tweeting, things like he knows that it's pretty much he's done for the season and it's over. What a gut punch for the New York Jets. Here's a guy that worked himself, worked his butt off to get back a guy that we were all extremely excited about, extremely excited about, you know, him coming in this season our offensive line, the way we built things up, and now we are sitting in a position where we're more than likely going to be without him, that he's not going to play this upcoming year. Now if you look at the New York Jets, now you've got to figure out, hey, what do you do at right tackle? What do you do at tackle? Keep in mind that the New York Jets during the green and white scrimmage had Dwight, uh, Dwayne Brown, excuse me, Dwayne Brown, former Seattle Seahawks uh, tackle, they had Dwayne Brown 
in the building. He was coming to meet with Joe Douglas and the staff. They're trying to work things out, trying to get him in there for a deal. At the time, we were thinking, hey, we were trying to get some veteran depth. You know, just in case the guy goes down, okay, we can put Dwayne Brown into place and keep things going. Well, now Dwayne Brown has become more of a priority because he got out, you know, continued to move on after the green and white scrimmage. They weren't able to sign him. Well, now you've got to keep continuing to work to get this guy back in the building because he's one of the top free agent guys that's left out there in the class. So what do you do? The questions start to come, and I look at the situation. If I'm Dwayne Brown and I know the situation that the New York Jets are in right now, my price is going up. I'm keeping it real. My price is going up. If I know that you are in need of a tackle, my price is going up. So now we've got to look at the situation where, you know, we're thirsty and we've got to find something to figure out and solve this issue here at tackle. Then if you look at the situation from that standpoint as well, if you bring Dwayne Brown in, this is the guy that's a left tackle, you're moving Fant back to right tackle. Fant was not very good at right tackle. He was not very good at right tackle. So there's concerns there. Do you move Fant back to right tackle? Do you try to coach Dwayne Brown into being the right tackle and keep Fant at left tackle? Where you have said from the beginning of camp, right, that's why it was like, hey, <laughs> we're not having a competition between Beckton and Fant because we're just going to keep Fant at left tackle. That's where he saw the most success, and we're going to keep Beckton at the time at right tackle. This is before he got injured. Because, you know, he can, he can make the adjustment over there. He's young. Everything is going to be fine. And now things are not fine. Now the New York Jets have major questions up front, their offensive line, particularly a tackle. And, again, we've seen the New York Jets struggle, struggle when they cannot contain edge pressure. We saw that last season. We saw guys coming around the edge on that right side or coming up the middle and just destroying Zach Wilson. We've got to get this off. I'm wondering if the New York Jets, if they can't get Dwayne Brown signed, do you continue to go forward with Max Mitchell? What do you do? Now keep in mind the New York Jets signed Caleb Benach. Apologize if I butcher that name. He's a guy that played for the Saints. He is, he is more of a guard than a tackle, but he does have some tackle experience. But he's a guy, again, that was on a practice squad. So, the Jets are looking shaky right now along the offensive line. Looking shaky, especially with Beckman out, because there's so many questions. What do you do with Fant? Where do you move him? Who are you bringing in to solve these issues? Again, there's other guys that we can bring in as well that are out there. You know, Nate Solder's out there, Eric Fisher, Jason Peters. Those are just a couple names. I don't know, you know, again, Brian Balaga. There's other guys that are out there. But you've got to wonder, man. What kind of situation is New York Jets offensive line in? And, again, if you look at what happened today in practice, the line without Makai Beckton was struggling today, struggling today in practice. Zach Wilson, from what they, some of the guys reported, would have gotten over five sacks. He would have been sacked over five times today. Over. Guys have just been – guys are just having their way with the line today. So here we are with a lot of questions, man, a lot of questions. And boy, oh boy, is this a big one here. Because, again, we saw the protection last season break down for Zach Wilson, and the New York Jets offense was awful because of it. Awful last season because of it. And what really hits hard, what really hits me is the gut punches because 
Makai Beckman literally worked his butt off to get back. It worked, worked his butt off. Workouts, everything. All the negative things that people had to say about him, all the nonsensical stuff that people had to, to throw at him, all the adversity that he faced, he did everything that he could to get himself back out on the field. And this happens. Sucks, man. It sucks. It sucks. And it's also worse when you see Jets, certain Jets fans reveling in this situation, pointing their finger at him, making fun of him. I know y'all see it because I've seen it. i got to address this. It's awful. And I'm, I'm not saying every Jets fan is doing this. I'm saying that there are Jets fans out there, and I know y'all see it across social media, that are reveling in the fact that Makai Becton is hurt. And that's sad. That is truly sad. To try to use this situation to make some nonsensical point that you have. This man worked to get back. He is a Jet. He's one of us. And you're sitting here laughing and pointing your finger because he has a knee injury. Sad, man. Really sad. So much negativity with some Jet fans. But that's why it's good to have a coach like Robert Sella. Sella came out today and shut down a lot of the criticism that was given to Makai Becton. He talked about how hard he worked to get back on the field, how he did everything that he needed to do, how he was putting his best foot forward and he was getting the best that he could out of himself. He said that. He said that the team was going to continue to support Makai Becton, that his days here are not over. They're not over. And that he hopes that everybody else continues to support him just like the team does. And if you're not going to do that, and by his words, you can keep it moving. Any Jets fan that is sitting here reveling in the injury of Makai Becton, you can keep it moving. It's frustrating, man. So many questions along the line now. We're going to get to the lines. We're going to be talking about the green and white scrimmage today. We're going to be talking about the upcoming preseason game against the Eagles. Let me tell you, it's quite a bit to talk about, all right? Quite a bit to talk about. Salute to everybody. Again, the number is 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. First call I'm going to go to, this is crazy. Again, please like the stream if you have not liked the stream. Share the stream as well with your friends and your family across your social media. If you like to give to the stream, please do in the Super Chat. If you don't want to hit the Super Chat, you can hit the, uh, the Cash App, which is at the bottom of the screen. Anything that you give to the stream is greatly appreciated. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. We are taking all callers. First call I'm going to get to is my guy, Rusty. Rusty, I'm coming directly to you. Jason, we'll come to you next. Rusty, how's it going, my friend? For those of you that do not know, Rusty is a savage, man. He's a savage. Rusty salutes, man. Here we are, sitting here, tough times. Makai Becton has gotten hurt. Chip fracture on his knee. How are you feeling about this situation, man? Salutes, Joe. Salutes, savages. 
Uh, not good. <laughs> you know, not good. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it is what it is. I hope that we we get a right tackle. I hope we sign somebody as a right tackle. I don't know so much as Brown as everyone else does because, like you said, just said, Fent, Fent is a horrible right tackle, you know? Mm-hmm. So just to move him over, that wouldn't be – that wouldn't be too good of a thought, you know, get somebody at right tackle and then, uh, I don't know, have an end help him out. We got ends now. So hopefully, uh, hopefully that's something that we can bandaid up a little bit. Sucks about Makai. It really does. He was, uh, no pun intended, but it literally is a mountain of a hole. He's a humongous dude, but, uh, I don't know. Hopefully the raging Cajun could do something, but, uh, it's a big hole. It's a big hole. And the way that I see it, you know, if you're going to do it, don't take from the other parts of the line that are good. You know, just try and plug up that one side and go after right tackles. So that guy that we were looking for that we invited over, Brown, I don't think that, I don't think that we're probably going to sign him. I don't know. But I've, you know, I've well, been, what, what, been wrong what, about selling everybody before, so. Yeah, but what so what exactly are you doing along the line if you're not bringing in Dwayne Brown, right? What exactly are you doing? Because now you have a hole at right tackle. Yeah. Are you willing I'm to bring in someone like Balaga or somebody? So you're thinking Brian Balaga is the guy that we should somebody go after? Somebody like in? that. Some right tackle. That's what I would do. But aren't you concerned and about aren't you hope. concerned about not getting the type of quality that we need? I mean, at this point, right, yeah, Fant wasn't the best, but we saw him over there. I mean, he was decent, serviceable, kind of, right? But if you go get a guy. Uh, Balog is better than Fant as a right tackle. Okay. (laughs) I'm just saying. That's how I'm comparing it, you know what I mean? Uh, That's how, unfortunately, I'm doing it because, you know, they made that whole big, like you were saying, that hoo-ha about we have our left tackle, that's Fant. Beckton can switch mm-hmm. over. It's not set in stone. So if they're going to do that, they can't immediately go against their word, you know? Yeah. So I think that that's probably the step or the smarter one to do. Unfortunately, we can't, you know, have our cake and eat it too with Beckton being healthy and then getting someone, you know, for the for the left side if, you know, I don't know. We have to plug up that what? right tackle now. Rusty, what are your thoughts about some fans? There, there are some Jets fans that are reveling in the fact that Makai Beckton has been hurt. They're not real fans. You can't be a real fan. Like, why would you want our own team to be hurt? You know, like what? You know, like I don't. I I've eaten crow being wrong before, but I don't want it. You know, I'm not going to be happy if this is something good for our team is going. Then all of a sudden this happens. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's not a fan. I mean, I don't know how much of a bandwagon Jets fan you can be, but I'm sure there are some out there. But I don't, I don't know. They, those are like Madden players or that type of thing, or just I don't know, severely salty scarred Jets. I don't know. So with That's, this injury to Makai Beckton and his knee, you know, looking at the situation it, it looks like right now, what do you think is the likelihood that the New York Jets will be looking to replace him or move on from him this upcoming off season? I mean, for you at this point, do you think that door is closed? I know it's it's early, but I'm just I'm I'm asking because again, he's coming yeah. off of a big meet. 
where he missed the you know entire season. Do we do we end up trying to move on from him or getting trying to get another tackle this upcoming off season in your mind? I certainly see that because this upcoming draft, I was you know looking at linebacker, center, safety, mm-hmm. those things, but right tackle is probably right in there in the second round or if not first, who knows? Uh, mm-hmm. That because you know you can love. You can love having a player so much, but at the end of the day, it, you know, it's it sucks that, you know, you get injured, but you, know, you got to be there, you know. And that's it's not no fault to his own. You know, it's not like he sat there and just, like, stabbed his knee and blo- broke it and wanted it to happen. It's just a truly unfortunate thing. And, you know, it, you know he was in some crazy shape. So he's trying, but you have to. You have to you have to think of the whole team as a whole, and it's truly unfortunate. But I think that's what we're going to do next year: is draft somebody or something like that. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it stinks because it's, it's a different injury on that same knee. It's yep. It's like oh no, you know, good. It's not like it's the same thing. Yeah. So I'm how sorry, bud. What are you saying? Offense, no. How concerned are you about the offensive line gelling? Now that Becton is, is, you know, sitting down with this injury, which, again, from even Coach Seller's mouth, it seems likely that he's going to miss the season. How concerned are you about the offensive line gelling with the, all the shifts that could come? You know, we're talking about possibly moving Fant to right tackle, bringing in, you know, a guy at left tackle, whether it be Dwayne Brown or someone else. You brought up Balaga. Um, you know, how concerned are you about the offensive line gelling going into the season? Because we've seen them struggle today in practice. It's it's definitely concerning, but I mean, for all the guys to keep their minds beat, you'd have to keep them where they are, you know. And just I, that's how I see it. Like I, I don't know, you can't have everybody shuffle around right now. You know, during the season you can do that type of thing, but right now you have to know the positions. You have to know, you know, we have a lot of new guys. You know, a lot of mm-hmm. different, you know, especially on the line too. You know, wide receivers on the line running back. So it's it's very vital right now for uh everyone. I don't know. It's it stinks. It really does. I think that we're probably gonna go for a right tackle. I don't see them really doing the Fant move. He's terrible. He really is, Joe. You know, like he really is yeah. a horrendous right tackle. So I I don't yeah. know how you could move him and yeah, the only one it's I think it's pretty much set in stone in a in a way. I don't know. Yeah, that's, I don't know what we can that's do. What I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking because when I look at the situation, I'm guessing if you go after Dwayne Brown, and again, if we're going after Dwayne Brown, can you coax him into playing right tackle? And I'm guessing that if the price is right, the price is right, and this is for any tackle, honestly, that's out there. If the Jets are hitting your line right now, maybe yesterday you would have taken, you know, $3 million, $2 million to come in. Well, you know the Jets have issues. Tackle right now, so maybe you bump yeah. it up. And maybe you're looking at five, six. Maybe you're talking seven million for a year. You know, because we're in so much need, and that's what I think is Joe Douglas is going to have to face out there. And again, you know, I love Joe Douglas. I think he's done a great job, right? I think he's put a lot of things into place. But you know, the penny pinching and look, I don't want us to get fleeced. That is not what I'm saying, but it is imperative that we solve this issue at tackle, imperative, 
if we can go True. get somebody again, Dwayne Brown is the name's constantly out there. Dwayne Brown is a guy that, hey, we can count on. I know that there's been a lot of talk about Tevin Jenkins. Salute to the Savages in the chat. NY Jets FL says, weren't the, uh, the Jets looking at Bears O-Lyman in a trade? There were some rumors about Tevin Jenkins, but the issue with Tevin Jenkins is he has the same issues, according to reports, right, reportedly, that a lot of people are getting on Makai Becton for having here, supposedly, right? Tevin Jenkins, they talk about his lack of maturity. They talk about his injury issues. They talk about his weight. They talk about the fact that he, doesn't, he hasn't played up to the potential of what they thought. People talk about that. So why bring that in here? Why? And, again, even Tevin Jenkins at his best played nowhere near to the level of what Makai Beckham has played at. Nowhere near. So why take a Damn chance it. on that guy? That's why I'm telling you, this gets tough. It gets tough. Yeah, I'll go too. even further, Rusty. I'll, I'll go even further, right? We're talking about tackles on the outside, right, trying to fill this, this right tackle position. Uh, does anyone know that Fant is on the last year of his deal? We've been trying to get an extension with him since this offseason. Hasn't happened. That's, Do you that's know that's terrible, if too, because Fant, of the draft. <laughs> <laughs> if, that's if, it. If Fant, I'm so gonna, now I'm, it's like I'm the whole line again. Exactly. If I want to put this out here, okay, salute to all the savages, everybody listening. If Fant has a good year, I'm talking about a good year as a left tackle in this league. When the offseason comes, everyone will be vying for his services. Left tackle is one of the most important positions in the league. If you cannot get him extended, right, he's going to be asking for money this upcoming offseason. And a lot he of already knows you. Yeah, he already knows you have an issue at tackle as well because Makai Beckman will be coming off that injury. I'm pretty sure his agent is going to say, I'm going to bet you guys are probably not going to lean all of your chips on a guy that's been injured twice and missed basically two seasons to come back and just be okay and everything's fine. I want cash as well. And if you don't provide me, I'll walk out into the market. Uh, that's what yeah, we, we got ourselves a conundrum. <laughs> yeah, I'm just laying this out there. I'm just laying this out there. But listen, Rusty, I, I'm going to ask you one more, and I'm going to let you go because the lines are hot right now. We're going to get to everybody. Listen, Rusty, as this upcoming game is coming here, we got the Eagles in the preseason. What, what two position groups are you watching the most for the New York Jets when we go up against these Eagles, man? First, I'm, I'm watching corners because I really want to see how Phyllis acts. You know, I want to see him getting burned. You know, like I do. I want to see him get burned and humbled and bounce back. I do. I want to call him Phyllis. You know, I do. Rusty, why? But, why, why do you want to see our rookies get cooked? You just want them to learn, bro. You, you just want them to learn. No, I want them to learn. I do. I, I really want them to learn. I want them to get baptized by fire and then get it out, you know, and then just hit the yeah. season running. I really do. Because if you're getting picked at number four, I don't care, man. Like, you, you're in Deion Sanders territory, Revis territory, you know, those types of names. You really are. Mm-hmm. And it, it's mm-hmm. no, no fault to your own. You did good in college, but, you know, here it is. I, I'm just yeah. – I know that Stingley's going to bottom out. That's going to be glorious. But – I I'm really I, I want to see Sauce become who you know what we have to, I don't know what we expect him to do or what I expect uh-huh. him to do I'm a little harder <laughs> you know I'm a jerk sometimes yeah. but it is what it is but um, yeah. yeah I expect the best out of him and uh, then the defensive line 
I want to okay. see some sacks, and I want to see the screens get swallowed up and uh, third and 20s get gone. That's what I want to okay. see. Okay. Hey, listen, Rusty, you had, you had a yep. call tonight, man. I'm, I'm going to give you – let's give Rusty a hand. Man. Let's give Rusty a hand. Let's give Rusty a hand. Listen, not, not, not too much. Too kind, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they are too kind. You're not getting a it's dime true. more because you clap for Rusty, okay? Too long. He's phenomenal. I like him a lot, but come on, guys. Let's, let's slow down. Listen, Rusty, i got to get to these lines, man. You have yourself a good night. Thank you for calling in. You too, Joe. Salutes, Joe. Salutes, fellow savages. Gang Green All right. That's what I'm talking about, man. Listen, Rusty calling in with some tape. <laughs> We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, Jason, North Carolina, and 914 will come to you next. Jason, salute my friend. We are dealing with quite a conundrum, all right? How are you feeling about Makai Beckman's injury? What are your thoughts about him more than likely not playing for the Jets this season? Well, it's an unfortunate event. You know, that was one of the biggest headlines into this upcoming season was if Mackay backing could stay healthy. And, and it's just unfortunate events, you know. And I'm, I don't blame him. I don't blame anyone, you know. Look at look at people in the past, Quincy Newell, you know. Those great players that just couldn't stay healthy. Uh, just not. It's not because of their flaws. It just happens. So just seeing this unfortunate event, it just sucks for him. And it just, it seems like, because yeah. I like Bacton, dude. Bacton, dude, he, he worked his, he worked, he did his best to um, be where he's at today. And just to see him be, just to have an ending injury, injury season, just, it just sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it does. So when you look at the situation that we have here, right, Beckton's out at right tackle. What are you doing? Are you looking to sign Dwayne Brown and move Fant back over to right tackle? Um, I would try to see if Dwayne Brown can go to right tackle. You know, Joe Doug, I my first would be just to see get that thought into him, and if he if he would say yes, like it would just we would just have to bump up the money. I would a hundred percent do it. You know, at this point, you know, beggars can be choosers. If we have to give him a little bit more money to get him healed and play right tackle, I'm up for it, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, we are, unfortunately, we're the ones who um, who who can't, ta- who can't talk, you know. Um, Brown has mm-hmm. all the power at this point. So, if, you know, to me, I would give him as much as he it would take for him to get here just because, it, again, it's going to be a one-year deal, so it doesn't matter. Like, at the end of the season, he'd probably be gone, and we can get the mm-hmm. back to the back and go. So I mean, how much if you if you were the general manager, and let's say you know he comes to you, you're trying to work some things out with him. What is the most that you're even willing to give him to be here? Ooh, ooh, that that's probably no more than ten mil. Well, we only got eight mil in capital. Let's say he comes to you and says, oh, "Hey, I want eight. Yeah, million, I, I want. I want you know. I want you want to spend it all. 
That's I mean, that, that's you know, the, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, that's, uh, look, I, I just it, it's going to be tough because when you look at us right now, you know, as it stands, uh, you know, via different reports again, we have about eight million less in the cap right now, and. This is a question that I posed earlier. When you look at our situation, uh, tackles, their price is going to go up because they're nowhere in need. We just watched Makai Beckton go down. We know he's not going to be there for the season. You don't really have too much of an adequate backup unless you're willing to lean on Max Mitchell, which is a guy you just brought in, right? We just got him in the draft. If you're out there on the market and you need somebody to solve this issue right now, then guess what? Dwayne Brown, maybe his price yesterday was, Four million. Well, today, I would push for seven million if I was his agent. I mean, can't you see that happening? Yes. Um, like I said, he has the power now. He's he he knows the Jets situation at tackle, and he knows we're desperate. So, yes, he has the power, and you know what? I I would sign him that again. It's going to be a one year deal, so it's not like we're signing him to this big of a deal. It's just going to be mm-hmm. for one year. So for a one-year deal, I'm willing to accept that because of this big injury. You know, that's, mm-hmm. at this point, you just got to swallow it for one year and be like, okay, yes, get this done. Yeah, yeah. So as we continue to move forward and talk about this offensive line, because, you know, we got this preseason game coming up and there's been practices, things have been, you know, flying around. There's been a lot of positive talk about Zach Wilson, right? A lot of positive talk about him so far. We saw in the green and white scrimmage, he was able to put some things together made some solid throws. He missed some things here and there, but that's going to happen. Now we got this preseason game around the corner with the Eagles. What are your expectations of him in this upcoming preseason game? Of course, he's probably going to be out there maybe a drive, two drives. What are you looking to see from Zach Wilson? Um, I'm just looking for him to be able to uh, move the ball down the field and hopefully this offensive line can hold. I know they have some great defensive tackles. They got they drafted another great defensive tackle. So it's going to be – I'm interested to see the offensive line, how they can hold up in the inner offensive line. But just to see um, can Zach Wilson move this ball down the field for one or two drives. And the main connection I'd be looking for is the tight end. He's going to probably be yeah. looking for his tight ends a little more. So. Yeah. Yeah, you're talking facts, man. Again, we're continuing to see the work that Tyler Conklin is getting, right? He had a lot of, of, of catches and balls thrown his way in the green and white scrimmage. Again, in practice, we're constantly seeing that connection, too, so I'm excited about it. Now, my next question for you, Denzel Mims, man. <laughs> we're hearing from the coaching staff that he's coming in and barking about wanting to be implemented more within the offense, wanting to push to be the starter. We heard him talk about how, hey, he's pushing to get that top spot. Dude, he is feisty. He's scrapping in camp. I'm talking throwing punches. We have fights today. He's a guy out there mixing it up. What are you looking to see from him in this game against the Eagles? Are you expecting big things out of him, you know, going out there and really showcasing the talent to hold on to his roster spot? You know, um, yeah, you know, he's saying um, it, this um, today's practice, he um, got into, I believe I read a couple of reports that he got into a little scrimmage. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. man, let him box. You know what? Let him be, let him be frustrated. Let him prove it on the field. You know, um, just let mm-hmm. him. If he can prove it on the field, then yeah, we can keep him. It just he just got to be able to show it. You know, and preseason week one, the perfect time for him to see. He is a player to watch, so I can't wait to see what happens. Yeah. So as we continue forward, this is going to be my final question for you, Jason. You had quite a call tonight. 
in this upcoming preseason game, man, what two position battles are you looking at the most? What two positions are you looking at and you're watching those players to see who's going to come out the scrum and, you know, grab those starting positions? Um, well, I mentioned it before, the offensive line versus their defensive line. It's going to be a great matchup mm. and great – it's going to decide um, – because it's going to be able to open the one game as well. So can we able mm-hmm. to hold and do stuff, especially to this great defensive line? And then um, I'm really interested in um, can the can CC Sauce and the CBs be able to hold up wide receivers? I don't know they don't have the best receivers, but they got one or two good ones. And I want to see them be yeah. able to hold them down. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, Jason, I want to thank you for calling in tonight. You were phenomenal. You have yourself a good night, all right, my friend? You too, um, you too. Jets up, everyone. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. Man. Listen, we're going to keep on rolling again. The number is 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers, and boy, oh, boy, do we have a lot to talk about. Please share the stream with your friends, your family, across along your social media. Also give the stream a thumbs up. Okay, if you have not already, and please subscribe if you have not subscribed and hit that notification bell. If you want to give to the stream, the Super Chat's there. Please do that. If you, uh, if you want to give through the Cash App, you can give through the Cash App as well. It's all greatly appreciated. Now, speaking of giving to the platform, salute to True Sinning with the big, 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 big donation. I said salute to True Sinning with the big, 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 big donation. True Senate, I want to thank you for giving to the platform. True Senate says, Bill's Mafia, eavesdropping, LOL. Yeah, well, you're going to hear a lot because we're going to be loud. Okay? There's a lot of pain going on here right now. But salute to you, True Senate. I want to thank you for giving to the platform. You are greatly appreciated. This is tough, man. This is tough because this opens up situations. Because like I just said, a lot of people are talking about the outside tackles, right? They're talking about trying to sure up bringing in Dwayne Brown, Balaga, Eric Fisher, these guys that are still kind of out there. There's Jets fans talking about trading for uh, Tevin Jenkins. All right, cool. But what about when you look at the situation with George Fant, and he's on the last year of his deal, and he's like, whoa. I'm sure his agent is sitting back like, uh, uh, you know, you guys really don't have a tackle outside of Fant right now. Maybe this offseason our price goes up. Feel free to bet on Makai Beckton, who's been out, which is now going to be two years, it's looking like. You might want to re-sign my guy to the type of cash we're looking for, or we'll walk, especially if Fant has a good season at left tackle. This is going to be rough, man. We'll keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Again, salute to all the savages in the chat. Next, I'm going to my guy, North. Carolina. This Jets fan is something else. He knows the Jets through and through, okay? We're talking through and through. Salute to you, my friend. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Give me your thoughts on the New York Jets tackle situation. What's going on? What are your thoughts on the Jets tackle situation right now, man? Are you a guy that wants to see us go grab Dwayne Brown immediately? Well, it looks like right now we don't have much, much of a choice. We're going to need to make a, a, a stopgap move to buy us some time with Max Mitchell and to take a look at the 2020 uh, three draft class from next year. 
And uh, I mm-hmm. have some concerns because I'm not sure. I haven't done any research. I've, you know, played around a little bit on different uh, simulations to take a look at what some of the projections are for 2023. And because uh, I know this recent class was very good, man. We passed up on some good tackles. Charles Cross, Ekini yeah. Quano, Evan Neal, that I really yeah. like those guys. Really like that that class, and uh, I'm I'm really concerned. I like George Fant, and I never imagined I would have said this a couple of years ago that I like George Fant because at the time we signed him, there wasn't too much thought about it. It was just a notable mention, you know, kind of a little lower-end signing, you know, a swing guy from Seattle that was pretty athletic, but a guy who hadn't really tapped his full potential. It seemed like with us, he's hitting his stride at left tackle. I think he's found his home at left tackle, and I don't want to see him moved for anything, and uh, no, I'm on, really concerned. On, hold, on yeah. hold on a second, and, I, and we're going to cover this because I, I want to get your taste, all right? Listen, I'm looking at the situation, and I'm saying, well, now that Beckton's, you know, probably going to be done for the season, well, you got spent on the last year of his deal. Could you see a situation where we may not be able to keep him either because his price tag is going to go up because he knows that the Jets are in need to tackle as well? I think and trust that Joe Douglas will be in negotiations with him and attempt to uh, make an honest attempt to get him signed before the end of this uh, 2022 season. And I trust that, that he will be in negotiations with him. Now, as far as the timetable, it's hard for us as fans to really can only speculate when negotiations will begin. But I think at some mm-hmm. point, uh, whatever goes on on the inside, I think they have private to what's going on more than we do as far as Joe Douglas and uh, – Fans agent, but I imagine they will be in preliminary discussions at some point, and I think that Joe Douglas will make him a good offer. It won't be anything that would be an insult to George Fant, who has earned the left tackle job. Thank God for him. I don't know where we would be without him. We don't have Morgan Moses this time to bail us out like we had last year. Last year, we were lucky. We got Morgan Moses. He kind of helped us out a lot with Beckton. Now, this time around, we don't have Morgan Moses to turn to and man, I, I, I mean, sometimes it's uh, you think coulda, shoulda, but I wish we woulda went on and took the offensive tackle in the mm. recent draft. And now it's not an indictment on Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner has been everything I could have imagined in a prospect. This kid is tremendous. I think he's going to be one of the NFL's top defensive players. I don't doubt that. But as far as the um, what you call the premium position, I think. We should have went on and took Ikimi Kwano with the fourth pick in the mm-hmm. draft. And then my first yeah. thought was when I got the news, I think it was uh, Eon from Jet Central. I got some on my computer. I got I got your subscription on number, but I got a notification from Eon that uh, from Jet Central that he count uh, he count, uh, uh, my Ty Beckton re-injured his knee. I said, Oh my God. And then I got additional word. I bounced around from some of you guys' platform, and I got some other notifications from some other Jets 24-7. And then Ryan, you know, me and him talk just like you do, me and you do. And I hadn't had a chance to speak to him in a while. Eventually, I'm going to reach out to him. But uh, when I heard further word to confirm it, that the injury could be serious, I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm thinking right now that Makai's Beckton's career is over as far as with us. Now it's hard wow. to project as far as how he. Yeah, I think it's that serious. Okay. Now he's he's missed so two think, years. Okay. Go go ahead. Go ahead. You think it is? Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. It, you think that the Jets are going to look to move on from him this upcoming off season? That is said and done and over. Yes, 
I think in some manner wow. they may, and do it do it in a gentle way out of respect. I think they like Makai and Joe Douglas. That was his guy. You know, he made a big investment and a big gamble on Makai Becton. And I think regretfully, I think it's going to pain Joe Douglas to have to do this, but I think, yes, if the opportunity, if there's so much to project forward, I think you have to have a crystal ball as far as what the 2023 draft class is going to look like. But if it's anywhere close, to what this recent class has been, which is was excellent. This class, we really missed out on some some good players, good guys. I wish mm-hmm. he would have went on and made that decision. It'd have been tough to lose out on Sauce Gardner. I don't know if he could have made it to us at pick ten. You know, we had pick ten. You remember one time, month prior to the end of the season, we had pick four and seven. Remember? Now maybe if yeah. we would have had yeah. pick four and seven, we could have maintained that position. It's possible we could have passed up on him and still got him at seven. But once we lost position and we fell back to four and ten, it'd been very risky to let him slide at, mm-hmm. at you know let him slide at four and slide back to ten. That's why I think they went on and bit the bullet and took him. And I think as far as what the inside talks with the Jets and their coaches and staff, I think in their minds they were optimistic and thinking that Beckton could make it back. But little did anyone know the extent of that damage on the inside of his knee. I think it's bad. Mm-hmm. It's really bad, man. I saw him limping yeah. some of the video footage that was released. I felt sorry for Makai. I really oh, felt man. sorry for that young man. But I think he's going to have to think seriously about his future. I know he's got a family and a little child to support and stuff. I really feel bad. But he's going to have to think about what to do with his life beyond the NFL. Now, this is two straight years that his knees have been messed up. He's going to have to seriously think about that with his wife and his family and talk about those kind of things as far as his future here. You know, saying it doesn't it doesn't look good, and now we're we're in a in a bad situation, <laughs> very tentative situation where we're going to try to have to plug this thing up at least for this year and buy us time. Now I know we recently drafted Max Mitchell. He's a high mm-hmm. He's not ready. That's right. Yeah. He needs work. He needs okay. time. You need to buy him at least a year to put him in the mix. He he needs strength work. He probably needs needs a little bit of technique refinement too. He's not ready. If we throw him out there, we're gonna we're gonna expose him to a potentially a bad situation when he's not quite ready for that. And I don't wanna see that. And I don't wanna see George Fant move. George Fant has earned the left tackle job. Why don't we just leave him alone, leave him at left tackle? He deserves to be there and try to see if we can iron out a, a some kind of contract for him in the upcoming months, you know? Well, here, here's the question, though. Here's the question. Is that if, if, Let's go with your scenario. If we're keeping yes. George Fant at left tackle, well, then a lot of these other guys, again, Dwayne Brown is a guy that plays left tackle. That means you have to talk him into being a right tackle, which he, you know, hasn't done. Uh, he hasn't done much, much of this league, if at all. Yeah. Which, again, yeah. will, will reflect price. If you're going to have me come in, right, and play outside of my natural position, you're also in need of tackle. I'm, I'm going to get paid, dog. You're not going to give me oh, some yeah. deal that's just going to, oh, yeah, no, you're going to pay me, period. Oh, yeah, no doubt so about that's it. That's going to reflect in price. And then, again, if you continue to go down the, the, the rabbit hole with, hey, we're going to stick it right tackle. And then, again, I'm just, I'm just being devil's advocate here. I'm just giving the other side. If you continue to go down this hole at, at right tackle, how many of these other guys that are out there that are still out there, again, Keep in mind, these are names, like Eric Fisher, Balaga and stuff, and, and that's, that's wonderful that these guys are out there, but they're still out there for a reason, right? They're still yeah. out there for a reason. So if they're that's still right. out there, how many of those guys are going to be willing to come in and just play right tackle? Because some of those guys don't play right tackle. That, that Jets fans, are th- names are thrown around. Some of those guys would probably yeah. feel more comfortable at left tackle. So that makes you start that's to correct. think moving fans at some point, depending on who you can get in, 
wouldn't that make sense? Uh, I'm not sure because left tackle, uh, uh, George I know is not a very good report. Right that guy is not very good. I don't, no, he was not. He was not very good. And a lot of people like to forget that because he played very well at left tackle last season. But there was a time where he was on that right side, and he was not yeah. very good. He was letting up, no. he was letting up pressures. Zach was getting hit and all of that stuff. But I think in this situation, he's a guy that can swing over to that right side. And if we cannot get a guy to come here that's going to be willing to play right tackle or move to right tackle or even be good at just because you're going to get a guy, just get a name and throw a name in there, that doesn't mean that we're, it's going to be stable. That doesn't mean that that's going to be good. He's just somebody. He's just a body, but he's not yeah. a guy that can really step in and have an impact or at least be solid enough to hold up. So you've got to look at that as well. So if you can get a guy That's like right. Dwayne Brown and bring him in and put him in that left tackle position and say, listen, Fant, I know we told you to bring it in a camp. We told you you are going to be a left tackle, but look, things have changed. You're moving to right tackle? That's what you've got to do. That's what you've got to do, Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's true. But that, that's how the cookies crumble. You know what I mean? Unless that's true. the only way, right, and, and if you can't get a guy in here that's going to be willing to pay right tackle, maybe you look at Max Mitchell and say, we drafted you for a reason. Maybe it is time to take the training rules off and put him out there. What are your thoughts about possibly? Yeah, I think. Again, I know you, you said he needs I a little think time, that's but probably if the pressure's the, the, on, yeah. you do it. I think that's the uh, – Worst case scenario, I can see that as a possibility as well. The Max Mitchell may have to get in there as a rookie, and it makes me a little nervous because this schedule is no joke. Going against the Green Bay Packers, the Baltimore Ravens, these are very, very tough opponents. And with a young tackle that needs a little strength yep. work, needs to build some muscle mass, needs some technique refinement, this is oh boy. Yep. It's going, to, it's going to really test LaFleur, who I really love as an offensive coordinator. It's going to test how he's going to scheme this thing and make it work to try to mask yep. our deficiencies at right tackle, to try to cover that up. He may have to implement and add an extra tight end to block, maybe go with a three tight end formation instead of two tight ends and maybe mixing a third out of, you know, out of the backfield, maybe motioning. He's going to have to figure this thing out. Biggest thing is getting people blocked for Zach Wilson and giving him the opportunity to make plays, you know. And this is why I'm telling you. Here we go. I love that take because that's where I was going as well. I thought when, you, when I look at this situation now, I think the impact, right, of us bringing in solid tight ends is going to be so huge going forward because all of these guys yeah. have some ability to block. We have not had that kind of double factor, that, that kind of double combo, guys that can be pass threats, guys that can also block in years since, like, Dustin Keller, right? So we got, right. we got Tyler Conklin a guy that Tyler Conklin has been, I mean, he's been putting in work, right, all throughout camp. CJ has been doing the work. But we talk about Jeremy Rucker, who just got on the practice, uh, just got on the practice field today, got out of his injury. Yeah. He's looking good. He's going out there making plays. But, again, he's a guy that when you talk about him, he's one of the guys that was one of the top run-blocking tight ends in the class. So I think that that's right. what we will see, the adjustment, the adjustment from – Mike LaFleur will now be, we're going to utilize the tight end position probably more effectively. We're probably going to come out in more big sets, and that's going to be the threat. And that can really help us as well because, like you said, at, uh, at tackle, we're going, to be, we're going to be scrubbing around. I don't know exactly who we're going to bring in. Again, there's a lot of talk about Dwayne Brown, but if Dwayne Brown and that price doesn't work for us, what else do you do? What else do you do? So I think the tight end position, like you said as well, will be used quite effectively. And we see that in San Francisco. 
We saw it. Oh, of yeah. course, they oh, have yeah. Kittle and they got some guys. But we see that they use the tight end. In the Shanahan offense, which is what we're running, they use the tight That's end right. like nobody's business. We see it. We see it. Go ahead. It's possible to leave Fant at left and just uh, just try to figure out how they're going to scheme and mask and cover up the deficiencies on that right side. You know, yep. they're just going to have to figure that out, how to do that uh, as far as stop-gap measure. And that's what we're, we're in the uh, mode now is stop-gap, try to plug it up this year and then look long-term. And just mm-hmm. uh, I'm really, I really feel bad about this situation. It's, uh, it's the only dark cloud right now with this franchise. There's so much going on to feel positive about the development of Zach Wilson, the overall yep. uh, influx of talent. This team has been tremendous over the last two years, which is really a short window of time. In two years, Joe Douglas has added a lot of really good football players. And a lot of the mm-hmm. fans like myself, old fans like me, have you had something to feel excited and enthused about, and this is like a a dark cloud with the betting situation, you know? A yeah. nightmare, and I mean, nightmare a, scenario. It is, it is. And what sucks is the, the, the options when you start to look at, you know, the scenarios that can play out, and then you look at some of the options that's out there, it makes you wonder a bit. Yeah, we like Dwayne Brown, but the price, people talking about making a trade for Tevin Jenkins, who honestly is probably, yeah. is, in my opinion, from all the reports and everything we're hearing from, you know, the, the, the media out there out of Chicago, he's in a worse off position yeah. than with Mekhi Becton. Of course, if Mekhi was, you know, healthy, this guy, oh, yeah, yeah, maturity yeah. issues, weight issues, injury issues, all mm-hmm. that stuff with him. And then there's talk about uh, Andre Dillard from Philly as well, but, we're you know, we got to see what's going on with that. What will Philadelphia want? Again, I know that he probably uh, or he has, uh, you know, possibly made a call out there. There's reports that he's made a call or Joe Douglas has made a call to Philly, so we'll see how that kind of pans out. But oh yeah, man, it's gonna you better uh, believe it's be you better believe that uh, Joe Douglas is kicking the tires and as we speak right now, making phone calls and making contacts. So yeah. I trust him. He, he's yep. on it. He's on it. Is anybody yep. within reason to get something done to try to solidify the the uh, right tackle position this year, you have to believe and trust him that he will attempt to do that, honestly. Yeah. Because he is a very, so, very so, competent general manager, you know. Yeah. So as we continue to move forward, man, because, again, this, this preseason yeah. game is right around the corner, there's been a lot of positive oh, yeah. talk about Zach. Did, it, did some good stuff in that green and white scrimmage. Now we're going forward. What are your expectations out of him coming up in this up in this first preseason game? What do you want to see from Zach Wilson? I'm guessing he's probably going to be out there maybe one, two drives. I would like to see the starters yeah. out there for a quarter, but we'll see. Uh, but maybe one or two drives in the first game. So what, uh, first preseason game, what are, you, what are your thoughts about uh, what you want to see out of him? I think he'll. I think you're right. He'll get a couple of series to, uh, you know, just get some work in, get some reps. I want to see him show command and decisiveness, getting the ball out quickly, not sitting sitting back and eating the football and taking sacks and unnecessary pressure. I want to see him coming out, showing decisiveness, gathering his teammates together, showing command and confidence. You know, you can you can see it in the body language, and I want to see him display that in that first preseason game. I want to see him going out there and just just whipping the ball around, not hesitating, you know, getting the ball out quickly, decisively, knowing exactly where to go. And then once you really know where to go, pre-snap read. We've seen that, learned that from Peyton Manning. He was the master. Yep. <laughs> pre-snap understanding. Yep. Once you understand what's going on, it's really irrelevant as far as what the defense does. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Unless they hit you with a zero blitz and it's just all out blitz and, yep. and they just somebody just missed the block and don't pick it up and the quarterback, you know, just gets hit. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that you're completely right. So 
Listen, it's been a phenomenal call. My last question for you before I let you go is uh, what sure. two positions are you going to be looking at in this upcoming uh, preseason game? What, what two position battles are you really keeping your eyes on the most? Oh, boy, that's a tough one. Obviously, you're going to be looking at the left tackle. I mean, say the right tackle uh, spot, you know, with the mm-hmm. veteran situation. That's the that's number one now. That's thrust itself into the number one spot. And number two, I'm thinking edge rush is Bryce mm. Hoff ready to take make that leap. I know we've added yeah. some, some good young prospects like Jermaine Johnson and and Michael Clemens. We added some really good prospects. I want to see something from Bryce Hoff and and uh, 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 Jabari uh, what's his name from Florida. You know, talking about Jabari Zuniga. The other edge rushers, Zuniga, and uh, I kind of mm-hmm. want to see see progress from them and see them stepping up and actually looking good in preseason and giving themselves mm-hmm. a chance to make the team. I'd be very disappointed if uh, Bryce Hoff doesn't make the cut. You know, he was one of, one of my favorite prospects from, from that draft class, That I think that first draft class from Joe Douglas. And yeah. uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Listen, it was phenomenal speaking to you, my friend. Please call in next sure. time I have a show. You have yourself a good one, man. Yeah, you too. You take care, and thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. This guy knows his stuff. Listen, there's a lot to talk about. That, my guy's from North Carolina. He be calling in, and he knows his stuff, all right? Listen, we're going to keep into these lines again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Uh, please, when you call in, make sure your phone is good. Watch your background noise, all right? Don't call me from the bottom of a Pringles can, okay? <laughs> Make sure your phone sounds all right. I want to be able to hear you and your takes. Uh, also, no cursing on my show. I'll get you out of here fast. I'm talking fast. Faster than we got McCaffrey. I'm so glad that guy's gone. I am so glad, all right? We got some issues right now, but I have faith that Joe Douglas is going to figure this thing out as we continue forward, all right? So, again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. Salutes to my guy, Savage Venom G's in the chat. Venom G says, Joe and Savages, would you trade Mims or Hall for a right tackle? I don't know, Venom. I don't know, uh, Venom. At this point, I'm looking at the situation, and I'm saying it depends on, you know, what exactly you're getting. All right? One, two. I mean, Hall is a really good corner. He could actually end up being our number one corner. There's a lot of people talking about, hey, yeah, Sauce is looking good. He's battling for the spot. But Bryce Hall is right there. And then you got Mims, a guy that really can add some depth. Mims has been looking really good, too. He's a guy that's out there fighting, scrapping. He's pushing to try to be the number one. And Mims has so much unbelievable potential. Potential is crazy. All the trade scenarios that we've been talking about that a lot of Jets fans have been throwing out is for guys like Tevin Jenkins who I would not trade. If you're talking to me about Tevin Jenkins, no thank you. I'm not trading any of those guys for Tevin Jenkins. I'm sorry. I'm just not doing it. But we'll continue on. Salute to all the savages in the chat. Salute to my guy, Venom G's, as well, for asking the question. Please continue to do that in the chat, all the savages. I know y'all going back and forth. I'm going to go back and forth with y'all as well. Again, we're going to get back to these lines, 515 is number. Call in next. 
I'm going to Ted, 813. I'm coming directly to you, 914. I'll come to you next. Ted salutes my friend, NY, I think this is uh, NY Jeff FL. Listen here, for those of you that don't know, yes, sir. Ted, Ted's a savage. <laughs> I'm Thank talking you, great. God, he's savage. Salute to you, Ted. It's good to have you on the program again. Yes, Ty Beckton down. It's looking like more than likely it's going to be for the season, right, at this point. Again, we are live. It has not been reported, at least to my knowledge, that he's going to be done for the season. But everyone, including Sulla, saying it's looking like he's going to be done for the season with the chip fracture on the knee. How are you feeling about this, man, and what do you think the New York Jets should do to tackle at this point? Well, I've listened to the, a lot of the callers tonight, agree with some of the takes and some of them are obviously not. Um, I think I think Dwayne Brown is the only person that I would sign at this point. Um, possibly wait for some cuts, because I, I looked at the cut dates uh, for the other teams. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. Team, yeah, start on the 16th. Um, we need somebody who can step right in and plug and play. We can put a, expose our quarterbacks, you know, using a Max Mitchell or so, or the um, the line that we signed from the Bucks. I I don't know. Um, we can't risk that kind of another season where Zach is 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 not improving, um, is getting hurt, um, can't you know um, get more competency in the offense. He's got to make strides this year. So I can see, um, you know, a Dwayne Brown or some um, other veteran who may streak loose from another team. Okay. So let me ask mm-hmm. you this, Ted. You sure. said Dwayne Brown. I'm right there with you. Now, if you sign Dwayne Brown, are you moving George Fant over to right tackle? Because George Fant was awful. Woo! Awful, baby, as a right tackle. He was terrible. Are you doing that, or are you trying to coax Dwayne Brown into moving the right tackle, which he hasn't really done? That would have to be a work in progress, as far as I'm concerned. I don't know how to handle that. You know, maybe that would be spoken about during the negotiations. or I mean, they have, a bet, they have better knowledge of what would work where. You know, they have knowledge of Brown, obviously, and, of course, their own players. Uh you know, NFL is adapting, and, and I mean, I don't want to make a negative into a positive, but, I mean, we found out about mm-hmm. Beckton's health early. So, I mean, we can kind of go on from here. I know it's a, a big punch in the gut, um, but at least it happened, in, you know, week eight, and then we are, mm-hmm. you know, then we're really in trouble, you know. Yeah. Um, plus, our schedule is so brutal. Um, but I, but I think, I mean, I have so much optimism. I still do, but I mean, I have so much optimism. Yeah. Looked at the schedule, and I mean, I think we can go two and two. I know it's early to talk about schedule, but I think yeah. we can honestly go two and two. I think we can beat the Browns. I mean, they're they're starting Jacoby Brissett, and I think the yeah. Steelers. The Steelers, we can beat them. We have. Um, they're starting. I don't know who they're starting. I think it's going to be um, uh, Trubisky or somebody. I just. Mm. I mean, those are winnable games. I know they have good defenses and all, um, but, you know, with Beckton and out, maybe I, 
I can tamper my expectations a little, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, they, look, I hear you, and I, and I'm not I'm not down on the team either. I'm really not. I'm mm-hmm. I'm a little. I am hurt because everyone knows I love Makai Beck, and I just think that this sucks for him because I we watched him, you know, work his tail off to get back out on that field. All the negativity, right. all the everything that everybody said about him, all the stuff that's gone on. I, we watched mm-hmm. this guy weather that storm and tell everybody, look. I'm going to be back, and I'm going to do what I need to do to get out there. And he did that. And then to see him have this chip fracture and go down, and it's looking like he's not going to be here, it just it, it really sucks. But as we continue to talk about, you know, this season, a big part of it is the offensive line, getting things together up front. And you talked about bringing Dwayne Brown in and looking for other tackles. And if we're searching on that free agency market, don't you think at this point any free agent is looking at the New York Jets, looking their chops, saying, hey, we know you got tackle issues. If you want me, my price just went up two, maybe three million. Probably would be the wisest decision. They would they would try to you know have they have the negotiating power to do that. But I don't think Joe would is going to break the bank. I mean, we don't have much of a bank left, but I can't see him you know saying hey you know take take whatever you want. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe he will look at a little more at the trade option. You know, maybe he'll see what he can get. You know, maybe some kind of veteran who's who's on their last year of their contract. Um, maybe they can do a stopgap. We don't have to give up much, or, or you know, the, I think the obviously the 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 most obvious thing to do would be sign Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a tough situation. Would you be interested? Tough situation. Mm-hmm. Would you be interested in in the New York Jets make a trade for Tevin Jenkins or uh, Andre Dillard? I mentioned. I mentioned. Uh, Jenkins in the uh, in the chat, but uh, after you spoke about him, I, I probably would hesitate on that one. Dillard, I would think oh, yeah, about um, strongly. Yeah, I think okay. Joe may have familiarity with him too. I don't know when he was drafted, but I mean, he obviously mm-hmm. knows the, um, a lot of people in the organization for the Eagles. Yeah. So he's you know he's got uh, deep roots there. Um, yeah, but. Uh, it's it's such a gut blow, you know. You think when Salah said, "Oh, he looks, you know, he's okay," or he didn't say he's okay. He basically said, you know, he doesn't look as that serious and this and that, and then escalates. And and you know, in the back of your mind, you have this doubt, like, "Oh yeah, you know what? What if it's that?" You know, yeah. It's just, yep. You know, it's just been a hard, hard thing to swallow with so much optimism with the team and and Lawson coming back and the and the rookies and. And 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 the, the camaraderie and the and the team, you know, working out wherever they worked out in Idaho, wherever they went. Um, you know, Jet blew free miles for Wilson. He doesn't pay for his flights or anything. But um, <laughs> but um, it's tough. It's tough. But you know, yeah. professionals will go on. It's you know, it's a team sport, and day by day, I guess you have to have a for um, yeah. you know. A long, a long term, medium term, and very short term goals in business too. You know, any kind of career, business, life, um, but especially NFL, you have to move and dodge very quickly. Yeah, yeah, you do, and, and the, the adjustment that I think we have to make. And again, this is it sucks. This is a gut punch because you know we were all talking about Makai, yep. and we're all excited for him coming back. And because again, we've seen when he's fully healthy, he's an elite tackle in this league. And then to see him go down with this situation and not just be gone, you know, for a couple of weeks. Because that, that, if 
people were just saying, hey, you know, maybe two weeks, three weeks. We'd be like, ah, oh, that sucks, but okay, we'll take that. You know, right. Let him heal up, let him do a thing. But everybody's saying pretty much he's likely done for the season, and that sucks. And then you got to look around and say, okay, well, what can we do to kind of fill this hole? We talk about trades. I know you talked to, you know, Tevin Jenkins, like I said to me, is I'm not interested. Really, I'm not, according to all the reports and what we've seen. And the fact that, you know, they just drafted that guy you know, a couple of years ago, and he's already, the rumors are swirling that he's on the market. There's something wrong. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing I think of, like, there's something wrong. Yep. I mean, you just got this guy, and he's already on. There's something wrong uh, with him. Yep. And then, you know, Dillard is a guy that I think can come in and be solid. He's, I don't think he comes in and, you know, he's going to be like the best, you know, tackle in the NFL, but he's a guy that can come in and be solid. Uh, I think he has some, you know, familiarity with the right tackle position. And like you said as well, mm-hmm. you know, um, Joe Douglas definitely has, you know, connections and ties within that Eagles uh, spot so he can, you know, be able to work out a deal. But we'll see, man, because there's a lot of talk about that now as we continue to go forward, too. Here's my thought is I know we talked about mm-hmm. going outside, getting that free agent, making a trade. Man, what about Matt Mitchell? He's just sitting there right now, right? We just uh-huh. drafted this guy. Could you mm-hmm. see us maybe starting him at right tackle? I mean, am I, you know, let me know. I'm playing devil's advocate right now. I'm just asking questions like, uh, Why not put no. out there? No? Hey, Joe, one more thing Go about ahead. the Bears. Why we're, sorry, Joe. Why we're Go ahead. door on the Bears. Let's ask about Roquan Smith, too. But, I mean, if you want to shake mm-hmm. you want to shake him out, I'll be willing to look at him if he doesn't want to be paid. I mean, Mosley's 31. Yeah. Does Roquan play the middle linebacker? I don't know if he plays the outside or the middle. I don't yeah, remember. I remember for sure. I know yeah. he played at Georgia, yeah, but, though, yeah. pretty sure. Yeah. I mean, he's a guy, but what do you talk uh, about uh, Mac Mitchell? Uh, I wouldn't start a rookie uh, after what we saw last year. And he's a small school kid. I, he's a developmental project. I don't, I don't, well, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know where he's at. He's a little small. Um, he's got to develop. I, I just don't see him being ready yet. Could surprise okay. me, but okay. I, I, I just, I would rather go with the veteran route, knowing that, Zach, we have to perform this year. We have, we finally have the weapons. We have possibly the quarterback. We will know for sure, well, not for sure, 100%, but we'll have more confidence this year if Zach takes steps forward and the offense, too. Yeah. yeah. So, so I would go see. straight with a veteran. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Okay. All right. I would so go straight with the better an offensive lineman. So as we continue yeah. forward, man, we got this preseason game around the corner now. What are your expectations of Zach in this game, man? There's been a lot of positivity surrounding him, a lot of people saying great mm-hmm. things about him. What are your thoughts, man? One, I think he'll probably play maybe one, two, maybe three drives in the first game. I want to see a full quarter, but that's just me. Uh, but probably one or two drives, maybe three at the most. What are you expecting to see out of him in those drives? Well, now that we don't have a right tackle, uh, things got a little – may change a little. Um, I don't know what we're going to do. Maybe we'll just vanilla it down and be careful. I, I don't know what – I honestly don't know how this is going to change the, the game itself. Um, I, well, he has to play. I mean, you have to run some, some kind of op- offense. Thing. We're not going to sit there and hand the ball off every play. Um, I would like to, you know, see some – some competency in the in, in the running game, and then you know him uh, spreading the ball out, and get you know not throwing the ball in the dirt. That would probably yeah. be the first step, like he did last year. <laughs> then again, he was running for his life a lot, so um, 
How about a competent offense, you know, that can matriculate the ball down the field and, you know, yeah. and maybe uh, I, I really want to see the defense um, really more than the okay. offense because they may have to carry this team for a while until the offense yep. kind of gels. So, I, yeah. I mean, I'd like to see Lawson and, and Jermaine Johnson and some of these guys see what they can do. And I hear Quinn is just flying around looking great. So, and, and Sauce and um, – the guys we got from the uh, Buccaneers. In fact, the funniest thing, I'm wearing a Buccaneers shirt because I live in Tampa. Uh, even though I'm not a fan, though. I just happen to have the shirt, the shirt on right now. Um, yeah, the guy we got, the safety we got from the Bucs. You know, I want oh, to see guys yeah, come Jordan in and just see what they can do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So my final question for, for you, my friend, before I let you go, is when we look at the situation, everybody's excited about this upcoming game. What two position battles are you looking forward to the most? What two position battles are you keeping your eyes on the most when you're watching this game? Is it cornerback? Is it wide receiver? Are you looking to see how Mims kind of pans out with the other guys that are battling there? What are you looking for? Mm-hmm. I think Sauce. I'm not worried about Sauce. Um, I have a high confidence level in him. I wanted him to draft anyway. Um, mm-hmm. I would say... I would say probably the wide receiver to see what uh, Wilson has and, and see what kind of formations they run and how do they how they move the ball, um, you know, against a real opponent, not practice. You know, they're playing against their own players, so they probably know the offense. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of, kind of, you know, how to utilize tight ends, how to utilize a running back. Reese Hall, I'm interested in. And I think he might be the steal of the draft, quite honestly. Um, when, it, when it pans out, because that guy cannot be – that guy has deceptive speed. I mean, he is like a big physical runner, very elusive too, and has great speed. Um, he can catch the ball in the backfield. I think he's a guy I really want to see um, kind of make his, make his presence felt. Okay. Okay. Listen, my yep. friend, I want to thank so you for that, calling Joe, in. Sorry. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Listen, it was phenomenal to speak with you. You have yourself a good night, all right? All right, Joe. Talk to you soon. Love the show. All right. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Listen, Ted calling in in with some takes, man. He's got some takes. We're going to continue to get to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Please give the stream a thumbs up if you have not already. Share the stream with your fans, your family, across your social media platform. And also subscribe, hit that notification bell. So when I post content, you're supposed to be in the know. That's how you know, get those alerts when I go live. Everybody sliding on in here, giving us your takes, everybody going back and forth. And, again, salutes to all the savages in the chat. They get after it, man. Salutes to everybody. Salutes to my guy Dave. He says, hey, Jets fans, I know this already. I know you know this already, but you have yourself a, you have yourselves a fantastic – Jets content creator. Dude allows you to completely finish your thought. Yeah, I do. I don't agree with everybody, Dave. Now, I will say that. I don't agree with everybody, but I would like to respectfully go back and forth with people. You know what I'm saying? But if you get a little too crazy, I just, I got to get you out of here, you know. Or I got to hit you. Some people I have to hit with this right here. You You're know? smoking yeah. crack. Stop. Some people I got to tell to stop, Dave. I'm just being, <laughs> just being real. Some people I got to. I got to stop them. But 
We'll continue to get to these lines. Salute to you, Dave. Thank you for uh, watching and joining the stream as well. Please, all the savages, keep going crazy in the chat. Ask questions. We'll get to you in a second. A lot of things going on. Next, on the line, I'm going to get to my guy, 914. 914 coming directly to you. Salute to you, my friend. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, we're talking about it. Makai Becton, the situation he's injured. Give me your thoughts on what the New York Jets should do at tackle at this point, man. How are you feeling? I'm feeling awful. You know, it was unfortunate to hear. But the thing, the worst part about all of this, really the worst part, is that now, because of this, now we have to hear the Joe Douglas haters come out of the woodwork and throw their hissy mm. fit. Yeah. 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 That's like, true. I mean, I the mean, people that's... who are, I mean, like, I mean, like, really, I, I don't mean to be rude, but the lack of intellect among these people is, is, ama- is astonishing. <laughs> I mean, like, what? we get it. Wow. 2020, 2020 is a, we get 2020 was a rough draft. You're holding that against him, and you're saying because of that, you want his head on a silver platter? It's like, I mean, and look, I, I got a sense of this for you because I know how you feel about uh, inappropriate words, but these people are so dumb, they could not find their yeah. own rear end with a flashlight, yeah. a map, and handwritten instructions. <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you, you know, you, you, <laughs> you're going for it, my friend. You, you're speaking your mind right now. And, uh, Here we go! I respect it. You say what you got to say now. I understand, you know, people are throwing their hissy fits and, and upset, you know, because Beckton, again, has been injured. But what do you think J.D. will do? Do you think we're going to try our best to sign Dwayne Brown? And he, is he the guy that's like the leader in the spot of, you know, bringing in the tackle? Is he a guy that you want? Or do you think we could possibly go forward and just, you know, pull up Matt Mitchell and let Max Mitchell kind of do his thing? Well, I mean, I, I definitely, I did hear. Well, Douglas did go on the fan this morning, and he did say that. Uh, what? Which one did you? Uh, the first one you said. What was his name? Sorry, my. Uh, Dwayne Brown. Dwayne Brown. I know they're working to, to try to. Yeah, they, I saw that they were working on so, that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that would be a good option. You know, if you feel comfortable with Max Mitchell going forward at this point, you know, then I guess you could give that a try. You know, honestly, mm-hmm. just do what's best for this team. Just honestly, just do what you think is best. Don't. That's what I'm saying right now. Mm. So if you let's say if you're bringing in a guy like Dwayne Brown, he's a guy that plays left tackle. Are you okay with moving Fat to to right tackle? Because it, it, it's a not very good gotta, right tackle. That's a really tough decision. We know fans are better left tackle than right tackle, as we've seen, mm-hmm. you know. So that's going to be a really tough decision to make, you know. And it's going yeah. to take careful evaluation by this coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Now, as we continue forward, you look at this situation, man. we got a preseason around, a game around the corner, and Tyler Conklin has been getting work. What are your expectations of him coming into this game, and do you think that there's a chance that Conklin could end up stealing that starting spot away from CJ? I think there's a chance. I, I don't think anything is out of a, out of question that it's not possible. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you know, I, I'm I, look. I, I'm seeing Tyler really do work and do his thing. He's making a lot of catches. He's targeted a lot in green and white scrimmage, and he's putting some stuff together. So I could I could see that as well. You know, he's definitely going to challenge. But I like CJ and what he brings to the table, and especially again when you look at our issues of tackle that we have now, depending on how we sort this stuff out. You know, this tackle or this tight end position could really end up upgrading and helping this offensive line out a lot, just, you know, in blocking and just some of the scheme stuff that we use. Now, another thing I think is going to be impacted by our, our, uh, our offensive line is Zach Wilson, man. What are your thoughts about him going into this upcoming preseason game? What are your expectations for him? Well, my expectations are, you know, I joke. Well, he's only going to play a little bit, but I expect to see good, capable football from mm-hmm. him. Yeah, I'm expecting that as well, man. Hey, I want to thank you for calling in, my friend. It was great to speak to you. You have your oh, thoughts. I thought I mentioned this. I thought I mentioned this. Yeah, man, he had some takes. He had quite some takes. We're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515 Six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Listen, <laughs> please give the stream a thumbs up if you haven't already. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. Share the stream across your social media platforms with your friends and your family. Anything you give to the stream is greatly appreciated, whether it be Super Chat or the Cash App, which is at the bottom of the screen. It's all greatly appreciated. So next, we're going to get back to these lines. Listen. The next call I'm going to, he, he brings heat. He brings the heat, all right? I'm going to my guy, Monty, okay? Monty, welcome to the stream. Security system immediately. Immediately going off. Yo, what's going on? He's in the building. He's in the building. Salute to you, Monty. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> welcome yes, sir. back, my friend. Listen, yeah. it's good to speak to you. You already know, Makai Beckton. Oh, oh. Oh, oh, yeah, you, you already know there. what I'm going to say to you, uh, Joe. You already know what I'm going to say to you. You know, you're talking okay. all Tell that whole macabre Beckton is just all pro, dude, and this, that, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Oh, man, Joe Douglas knocked it out the park with this pick. And, hey, Joe, I tried to tell you, man. I tried, tried to tell you about what, what a fraud is. And Makai Beckton, did you? <clears throat> it's a fraud. Did you? Fraud. He's yeah, a I fraud. Did. I did. You How know, we, he hey, fraud, hey, you, all, 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 all this stuff is recorded, Joe. How is he a fraud, Monty? The man worked. Listen, you had Greg Van Roten thrown into the back of you. You get your knee jacked up. You're out for a year. He comes back, works his butt off, gets back out into the field, did he and has his kick well, practice. He didn't work his butt off. He, was, he, came in, he came in training camp out of shape. He, he, Sir, he, he, he came in he tra- himself, training camp out of shape. football shape. He got himself into football shape, sir. He's in shape. He, he, yes, he's in shape. Joe, he's in shape. Joe, he was not in shape. Like he, he was, was not shape. in shape. He tried to play his. So you say, Monty. He was not. He he was not in shape. He tried to. He tried to prove everybody wrong. He wanted. He wanted to. You know, come in. Come in there with his with his little. Uh, you know, a bus shirt on and try to prove everybody wrong. Hey man, he I, I can't help you. He was Mr. Glass, man. He's Mr. Glass. That's wow, all, you know. This is and, he can't stay on the field. This is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. You know, fans just sitting back. Here we go. Going at Beckton now that he has his knee injury. This is crazy. 
This is crazy. He, did, Listen, the, I mean, he's the guy on the field. Off he he on hasn't field. been on the field for the last two years, Joe. Like he, he hasn't been on the field for two years. If you, Monty, if you get somebody thrown into the back of you, you're going to miss time on the field too. You're acting like you know. This is what kills me, right? About people that that have your take. He was you hurt guys before, Joe. Act, hold on. He was hurt no, before. No, Monty. Monty, you are you guys act like Makai Beckton was walking down the street and his knee just exploded. <laughs> like, like that's not what happened. He had a guy thrown he into was the back already of him. On a this year he tries count. to come back. He tries to come back, and guess what happens? It's a fracture, a chip fracture in, in the in the right knee. Okay, these things. Yeah, are I mean, it's right? unfortunate. That, that you know, it's that, unfortunate. That doesn't mean he's wildly injury prone. That doesn't mean any of these things. He's dealing he's with the situation. He's always been injured, okay. Joe. Like you know this from his first oh, year, his first his first season. Uh, he's always dealing with knickknack injuries, and then he goes from dealing with knickknack injuries to missing do, games. Do you do you forget his 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 first season? He was an elite tackle in this league. Do you forget he that? Was not a tackle, I, I he was not. He was not an elite tackle in this no, league. No, we, we've discussed right this plenty now? of times. We've gone. Yes, this he was not an elite tackle. Stop. He was not elite tackle. Monty, you are insane. Monty. Monty, literally, Beckton was an elite tackle his rookie year. He he might have. He, he honestly was the best offensive player that we had. Everyone, he was the best offensive player. Who was better? Who was better for the New York Jets back in his rookie year? Please tell me. Joe, you making it seem like if you're, if, you're, if you're the best player on the worst Silence. team, what is it? that's not saying much. That's not saying anything that, at all. That you're is, trying to say, that oh, Makai Beckton is, is the best player on the Jets. We didn't have anybody. It wasn't like he was just the best player on the Jets, Monty. He was one of the best tackles in the league. I'm not just saying that. You're acting like I'm the only person saying what? that. I'm not. Damien Woody says said who? that. Said what? Damien Woody. Not even the best. Damian Woody. Not even the best Damian pack. Woody said that. Damien Woody is a homer. Oh, my goodness like, gracious. He's a homer. Everybody can look Monty. at everybody can look at Makai Beckton and, and, and realize, like, look, he's a mammoth of a man. He has a, he has a loads of potential. But we can we wow. be honest right now? He has not. He wow. has not lived to his potential as a player, you know. And you saw. Not you saw it last year before he got injured in camp. He was getting olayed by Carl Lawson left and right. So I mean, like, what? I, I don't understand. Like, you're talking about. He's not even the best tackle in his class. Wow, Monty, and it's right you, you're really sitting here. You're really sitting here, literally trying to readjust history and say that Beckham was not elite his first season. That is he insane. Wasn't. Like. So, so that's was, that's he, was he was he was he was he first? Okay, okay, that's okay. Joe. Was he first team all rookie? Was he first team all rookie? Was he second team all rookie? Dude, we literally watched. He was he was not on dominate. either team. We saw him. We he was saw not on team. We saw him dominate top pass rushers in his rookie season. He was stuffing guys like Bosa. He stuffed Chubb. He stuffed multiple top pass rushers that season and was. Unanimously, unanimously around the league called elite. Damian Woody, he is not a homer. Damian Woody has <laughs> jumped on the jet before. 
live on TV. He is not a homer. You're insane, Monty. You're insane. You're trolling. I'm just saying. I, I want to move forward, though. Out there. I, I, I don't throw stuff out Joe, there, Joe. You're, call, call you, this you're man throwing that out. Elite left tackle based on what? Based on what? He wasn't. He wasn't. Because if he was elite, he would have made. He would have made first team. He would have made a first team All Pro. Uh, all dude. pro, he did yeah. not. He didn't make first team all rookie. He didn't make You're any insane. of those things. He wasn't a pro bowler. Okay. He wasn't none of those things. So all that elite You're stuff, insane. Joe, like, come on now. You're insane, Monty. He You're wasn't. insane, Monty. That guy, that's, that guy You're looking at potential. Him, look, he, him being a mammoth of a... It, I am not looking at potential, Monty. This was literally said by analysts. Baldy literally came out multiple times and talked about Highway 77 and how he is an elite Oh, okay. Well, that's what we're doing. We're and just going by what analysts running now. game changes when they run behind Highway 77. He's unbelievable. Oh, okay. 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 So, listen, yeah, listen, let, let, me, let me just take believe, the word. So, yeah, let, so I guess everything that, Stephen A. Smith Smith says is gospel then, huh? And Skip Bell, okay, I guess, I guess that's it. gospel. Oh, you can, listen, you're, you're insane, Monty. Let's move forward because you're, you're completely crazy. When you look well, at the Jets' tackle right position now, now I'm sure you are. You 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 turned up and you you you, you, you got to turn turn it off. Listen, when you look at the Jets tackle position right now, what are you doing? What are you doing? Are you not a Beckton down? Are you going with Dwayne Brown? Are you moving Fant to right tackle? Are you going with Max Mitchell? How are you handling the New York Jets tackle position if you're the general manager? We totally mismanaged the off season. We knew that the tackle position was going to be uh, was going to be thin. I think that's one of the positions that we're the lightest at. And uh, we totally mismanaged that. We didn't address it in the draft. Uh, we know Beckham mm-hmm. already had injury problems. Uh, we have Morgan, uh, Mor- uh, Morgan Moses sitting right there. We could, have, we could have re-signed him. I think that was a smart signing last year by Joe Douglas because we needed that. We needed, that, uh, we needed him last year after Beckton got injured. Mm-hmm. I just think we didn't do enough to really – we have Dwayne Brown there. We have Dwayne Brown at our, at our green and white scrimmage, and uh, he's, still, he's still not signed. And this is the one thing that – this is the one knock that I have on Joe Douglas. It's just like – He's just always just penny pinching, uh, you know, Woody Johnson's money. It's just like, man, dude, just go out there and sign him. You, you invite him, you fly him out, you wine and dine him. You, you, you know, you give him that just experience, and you don't, you don't sign him. And look what happens. Now his price is gonna mm. go up. He's gonna ask for yeah. more money. Dwayne Brown isn't a yeah. scrub. He's not. He's, you know, I'm pretty sure. You know, he's he's gonna get phone calls. Joe Douglas can't play around. We got to We we this this is the year, man. This is this is the year we have to. We need to turn the corner. And you know, Joe Douglas has to stop playing around, man. And and you know, sign as many linemen as possible. You know, and uh, have them come in, come in and compete because the number one priority is Zach Wilson Wilson progressing as a as a quarterback. He has to show that he belongs. And you know, I know it's his second year, but this is a critical year. For him, you know, uh, if yeah. he doesn't show anything this year, you know, we're gonna we're, we're gonna be looking at that draft. You know, it's a lot of quarterbacks coming out uh, next year, and um, yeah, man, I, I'm 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 really upset, man. I'm I'm really upset about everything that's going on with the Jets. I'm 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 I'm, I'm happy, you know. I, I, we have a lot of talent, but it's just mm-hmm. I I hate to say it, it looks it's looking like it's just 
kind of like the same old Jets, you know, type of type of deal. Well, Hopefully, I'm wrong. Hopefully, I'm wrong. Yeah. But you know, it's just it well, just here, looks here, like here. it's heading that way. Well, I, the, the reason why I don't think it's nece- that I don't think it's necessarily heading that way. And again, I, I love Makai Beckton, and it sucks to see him go down. But I think we're much more talented than we were last season, and I think we have much better coaching than we've had in the past. Right? Last season we had a lot of issues because yeah, offensive line was bad, but mm-hmm. offensive line was bad last season. But there was also some other issues, right, that were bad too. We had a lot of injuries mm-hmm. at wide receiver. We had really no yeah. tight end to really step in and have the type of impact that we need offensively, all this other stuff. Well, this year, it is different. So the surrounding parts can help with some of the things that we're going to be missing with Makai Beckton off the field, right? Because now you can mm-hmm. run big sets because we have the coach and Mike LaFleur. We've seen him do it before. We've seen him be able to offensively adjust to some of the things that we have going on, some of the, the negative spots, and really get the best out of, out of this football team and out of offensive playmakers that we have. Well, now, we, again, we've added Garrett Wilson, we, a second year of Elijah Moore. Corey Davis is healthy. He's going to be back in this season. Braxton Berrios is here. You look at C.J. Uzama, Tyler Conklin. Those guys are two great additions. And we, we, uh, Jeremy Rucker was just on the field today. He's gotten off his injury. He's ready to go. So yeah, I like, I like really him. I'm, I'm ready to see what he's going to do. Yeah, so these are some of the things that's going to help. And, again, I keep talking to people about this. The New York Jets recommitting to running the football is going to be huge. I mean, we talk about losing oh, Beckton, yeah. and that sucks. That, 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 that sucks, was going to be guess huge. What? Beck- yeah, that, oh, that is going to be huge. But guess what? We went out and got, we went out and got uh, you know, uh, that, uh, the guards this offseason, right, that is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, completely phenomenal. So that upgrades us. We're not going into this year with Greg Van Roten and, you know, a, a guy that, that doesn't get it and can't block. When you got Lakeland Thompson out there now, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. a lot of tuck on the right side, you know, again, George Fant on that left side, the issue, again, we're, we're worried about the right side, but the surrounding parts are so much better that we, we can sustain this. We, we, it, it, again, it's going to take yeah. an innovative yeah. offensive play calling, but we're going to be able to sustain it. That's why I'm not – I'm down on the dumps because I love Makai, but I'm not, you know, at the bottom of the pit. I think we're going to be okay. Just, so now, no, the big thing you, as well is, is Zach Wilson. Go ahead. Uh, I'm, so do, do you believe in the coaching staff? Because I'm not I'm – not, Yeah. I, I think that's another thing, too. It's like when I, when I look at, uh, you know, Robert Sala, it, you know, he has to show me. You know, um, I don't want to go back into this well, – Into a situation I'm, where – What's up? Here's the thing, Monty, and I hear what you're saying. You know, you don't want to go into a situation like, you know, with Bowles or you have questions about him. This is the first year that mm-hmm. I think we've had the pieces to effectively run Sulla's scheme. We had no mm-hmm. pass rusher last season. And I tell people this all, every, every, every time. It's, to me, like football is really – it could be very simple. It can be very complicated, but honestly, most of the time it's very simple. If you look at us, we're supposed to look exactly like the 49ers. That's literally how we're supposed to look. And if you look, that's how we're being built. Okay, like that's why Elijah Moore was drafted. He plays that Debo Samuel role. We got a big target, right? We're in a very quarterback-friendly scheme. The San Francisco 49ers run the football heavy. If you look at how we're being built, we got two running backs, Michael Carter, Brees Hall taken in the second. The offensive line has been revamped. We had big tight ends. But you got, uh, you got LeFleur running the running show, football. though. Yeah, you, but you, you know, Shanahan is one of, the, one, of the, one of the most greatest LeFleur. lines in the game. Hold on a second, though, Monty. But, again, LaFleur showed you last season that he is capable. And, again, if you look at Robert Sully, you're saying you have questions about him and the defense and stuff. Guess what? This is the first year we've even had the pieces to effectively run the defense. 
We had no one to provide pressure last season. That defensive scheme is all about pressure. You look at the San Francisco 49ers, they got Warner, they got Bosa, they got other guys as well. What do they do? They provide pressure. You don't need top Mm -hmm. corners in that. Mm -hmm. That was one of the reasons why people were so excited about him bringing bringing that scheme here because it's like, okay, the the secondary needs to be decent, but they don't have to be Jalen Ramsey. You don't need a bunch of Ramsey out there. I'm not a a huge fan of that scheme. I'm not not a huge fan of that scheme, though. Solid just really doesn't. He kind of has like a bend but don't break type type of defense. And you, if you look at and San Francisco, man, impressive. San Francisco had a lot of talent, man. They had elite talent. Yeah, yeah, they have, a, and that's what you need in this league to to compete. If you don't have talent, listen. If you can't run the rush the passer effectively in today's game, you're dead. The New York Jets haven't had a pass rusher in like thirty damn years. We we talk, I talk about it every year. Do you know mm-hmm. how, how easy mm-hmm. it is to talk about the Jets defense every draft? Uh, let's get a pass yeah. rusher. I could literally do a month full of shows on the fact that the Jets haven't had a pass rusher in years. Months. Every, every John Abraham, my friend. I'm saying. John Abraham. John Abraham, Sean Ellis, that's the last time we had some guys that could mm-hmm. get some pressure on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. That has changed this season. What did we do? We went and got Jermaine Johnson. We went uh, Carl Lawson coming back. He looks phenomenal. Sheldon Rankin, Quentin Williams, we're hoping to look better in the second year. We also went and got uh, you know, Jacob Martin as well. We talk about Bryce Huff. Mm-hmm. Bryce Huff, there's a fire yeah. under his butt because this might be it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This might be it. Yeah. Michael Clemens got guys that we can, you know, we can we can do something with now. Last season we didn't mm-hmm. have much of that. We didn't See, have so that. that's the difference between me and John Franklin Myers. You know, John Franklin Myers is put in the right spot now. Yeah, that's, ahead, see, that's the difference work. between me and you, and that's why that's why we always kind of get into it, like. You know, I know as Jets fans, we look at these guys and, you know, we think that, we think that, oh, my God, these guys are, are you know, you know, very, very talented guys. But I look at, it, look at it, at you know, in totality, and I look at other players in the league and I look at other teams and the, the players on those teams, and I look at a guy like, you know, like Bryce Huff, like, yeah, these – Bryce uh, Huff, like, yeah, these guys are good. Like, you know, they're good for our team, but – it's just they still haven't proven themselves in the league, and I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for Quentin Williams. I'm still waiting to see mm-hmm. what Carl Lawson is going to do. I'm still waiting for these guys to prove that, let, yo, I'm we, we're elite talent in this league. There's only one guy that I've seen, you know, that I know for a fact, you know, who, who's going to be the guy, and it's, you know, it's Sauce Gardner. Like I, I know, I know for a fact, I'm willing when they put my house on today. He's going to he's going to be like a like a like a player in this league. But um, mm-hmm. I, that's 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 my only thing. It's just like, yeah, man, we we have talent, man, and and I feel like we have good talent. But I've yet to see these guys just put it all all together and and and, and make themselves, well, you know, really good players in this league and respect well, here, here's the, the league wide. You know, yeah. Here here's the thing, Monty. I think this is the year because again, we're finally built up. We're finally built correctly. In the past, we haven't been. Mm-hmm. It took Joe Douglas some time. Which is it is what it is. But listen, Monty, I want to thank you for calling in. I got to slide off, my man. All right, it was great to no see problem, you. Next no time problem. I have a show, good to call in. You, all right, my friend. All yes, right, you sir. have a good yes, sir. All right. Listen, me, I got love for Monty. We go back and forth often. Okay, that's probably the only time when you'll see me yell a little bit because me and Monty got it. We, we we have it out. That's all I can say. And and that me and Monty are super cool. We just. He looks at football a different way. He looks at the Jets a different way, and I look at it my way. But I respect his takes. 
But we're going to go back and forth, baby. You know what I'm saying? We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. All right? <laughs> we got fired up. You know what I mean? Please give the stream a thumbs up. Also, share the stream as well with your friends and your family. All right? Along your social media. Anything you get to the platform is greatly appreciated via Super Chat or in the Cash App. All right? I want to thank everybody again. True Senate, everybody, for giving tonight. Next, we're going to go to my guy, A, man. A646, we're coming directly to you. Salute to you, A. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, we're coming off of a fiery call. All right? Makai Beckton's gone down. How are you feeling about this situation, man? Man, I was feeling bad, but Marjorie got me pissed off, man. He don't know what he's talking about, man. That, he, he, man, he got to get off that. He got to get off that brown liquor. He has no idea what he's talking about. I feel so hurt for my boy Makai, man. This, this to me was going to be his year, man. He was elite, elite coming out of college. You, when you're 364 pounds, and you run a five-one, a five-one-four, you know what that is? We haven't had a a, a dominant tackle like that ever. Ever, Brigadier yep. was a tactician. This man planted linebackers into the fourth row of MetLife Stadium. Like we were supposed yep. to get ten years of that. I feel like I felt we got robbed of that. I really do. When you look at that clip yep. before he even went to team drills on his one on one, he was limping. A trainer went up to him, talked to him, and then they let him go on yep. team drills. I mean, who does that, man? I feel like damn, yep. man. Every time we take one step forward, we take like three steps back. That was our elite yep. franchise tackle. And and, and and now we've lost them. And, and I hate all these revisionist GMs now. Oh, I told you, we should have got worse. We should have got CeeDee Lamb. Oh, we should have got Iquanu. Shut up. Y'all don't know what y'all talking about. <laughs> Listen, I, you know, Make me stick. I hear you, A. Yeah, I hear you, A, now. We're looking at the situation. I'm just full of rage, man. I'm mad at the Jets. I'm mad at these revisionist GMs. I'm just mad all over, man. I'm on a, I'm on a Tyler punching rampage over here. Between these people yeah, talking smack about my man back then, and 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 the Jets not seeing that the man was hurt. Don't put him in team drills. You should have wrapped him in bubble wrap and called it a day. Yeah, listen, and this is this is the place for you to you know speak your mind. You know, you know, respectfully, just don't curse, and you can say what you got to say. But as we continue on, right, you look at the situation now with the Jets. There's a hole there at oh, my God. with Beckton being down. And I know you talk about all this stuff. Do you think that this is, like, the final year here for Beckton? We've had people call in earlier saying, you know, the New York Jets are more than likely going to move on from them after the season. Could you see that happening? Yeah, I mean, uh, that's definitely a, a possibility. Now, thank you. Thank you. I need some mental health therapy. Thank you for being my shoulder to cry <laughs> on because this is, this is killing me. This is killing me. This is supposed to be it. This is supposed to be the dominant, solidified line. And and we didn't have yeah. much depth to go with. This is my this was my my fear that if if one or two guys got hurt in the offensive line, especially the tackle position, I knew we were shot. I knew we were shot. But I mean, yeah, that could be a real thing now that we lose uh, Beckton because I mean, I, as much as I love him, I'm like, can we count on him now? And it's not because he's big. Because yeah. I mean, you've seen Trent Brown have a great career. You've seen Orlando Brown Jr. have great careers. These guys are pushing 340 pounds. Daniel Falele out of Minnesota, 384 pounds. This guy drafted. So it's not about big. It's just sometimes some people just their body composition, it, it just doesn't work out. It just doesn't work out. And he didn't have this problem in college, so it wasn't like Joe Douglas could see this coming. You know, it wasn't like he had a history of injuries. So, I mean, I mean, I mean, he's still on contract. 
You could probably get him for pennies on the dollar if he has to renegotiate, renegotiate his contract. So I think you still keep him in the wings, but you've got to have an insurance plan. And, you know, I don't know yeah. what that insurance plan is now. I think you probably need a veteran guy, um, someone who's already went through it. You know, I like Max Mitchell, but he's still a prospect. Like, he's still not as strong in the upper body and the lower body to go against some of the, some of the demons that we're going to be going. I mean, but we had that guy. I mean, I've seen Beckton plant Joey Bosa. You know what I'm saying? It's totally mm-hmm. – Shut him down. Take linebackers, mm-hmm. grown 260-pound men, and move them from the A-gap, from, from the A-gap uh, of the backside, the A-gap of the play side, and they cut that lane straight one. I mean, this was our dude. This was it. And, and the Jets really screwed this up because they didn't want to they didn't just monitor him for two seconds. It happens just that fast. So where do we go from mm-hmm. there? I'm not sure, man. I mean, I, I, would, I like Dwayne Brown. I like, I like the fact. But the only thing is he wants to play left tackle. And I feel like if you yeah. put Fant at the right tackle, now we're exposed. But we got to do something. Zach Wilson was stacked eight times today in practice. Eight times. Yeah. Eight times in practice. So, like, we, we have a huge hole, you know. Do we go with Tevin Jenkins for right now? But supposedly he's a head case. But, I mean, he had yeah. the size. He played right tackle. He was an elite prospect. Will, will, will a change of pace help him? But if he's a head case, I don't want him either. So, now I don't know, that, man. I don't. I, I really don't that, know. That, I really don't know. That's, Joe Douglas that is, is over a barrel. Yeah, that is the big question, and I, I've had people go back and forth with me about Tevin Jenkins. And the first thing I said was, "Listen, there's so many fans that were already all over Mackay Beckton for, you know, according to reports, being overweight and all this other stuff, and the injuries, right? right which he can help a, a, right. a grown man getting thrown into the back of him." Well, you got Tevin Jenkins right. that is dealing with way more stuff than that. They're talking about maturity issues. They talk about weight exactly. issues with him that he's out of shape. They talk about the injuries, exactly. and they also talk about his play not being where it's supposed to be. They just drafted that exactly. guy, right? Exactly. <laughs> they drafted him the exactly. same year we drafted Elijah Moore, and he, according to rumors and reports, he is already on the market. That means something is wrong. Something's wrong. So something's Absolutely, wrong. that's a huge red flag. Really wrong. You know what I mean? That's so a like, huge red flag. I don't know, man. Yeah, the only, the only, you know, again, there's a guy out there, Andre Dillard, that people are talking about. He's a guy that, that could take some snaps or right tackle. I could see. And, again, you know, Joe Douglas has that eagle connection. Maybe we bring in Andre Dillard to, you know, sur- suffice for, for the issues that we have at right tackle. I mean, what are your thoughts about that, maybe making a trade or making a move for him? I mean, you, I mean, at this point, you've got to do something. I mean, Andre Dillard, to me, he was a little weak against bull rushes, you know. And, yeah. But, you know, coming out of Stanford, his feet were really good, very, very good finesse player. God damn, man. Beckton, Beckton kills people like that, man. You know what I, mean? I mean, this is what I'm yeah. talking about. So it's like we, we got a hole. Andre Dillard is on the market for a reason, too, because he just doesn't have the low body strength that a guy like a Beckton would have. I mean, mm-hmm. damn the Jets, man. You, have you ever seen that, 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 that episode of Kirby Enthusiasm where he said, damn, they killed Carl? Did you, did you watch that? <laughs> I, I, did I you see that episode? Yeah. Oh, my God. This is how I felt like. I feel like I'm Carl. The Jets just killed me. He just killed Carl. Why would y'all do this? There's two people who had to be protected and wrapped in bubble wrap. It was Zach Wilson and Makai Becton. Those are the two. And they messed that up. How do you do that? Yeah. But um, I guess yeah. I guess I guess if I had to choose between a head case and a guy with weak low body strength, I'm, I'm going to go with that because at least you can maybe put a tight end to help him to chip or back mm-hmm. his way in protection. 
But so, I mean, yeah. if I had to pick my poison at this point, not knowing about them, I'd have to sit down with Jenkins. I think Jenkins might be a little bit more physically stronger than Andre Dillard. And to me, on the old line, mm-hmm. it's about strength. You know, when, if, 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 it's, if it's third and one or fourth and one, are you going to get me that one yard? You know, and from what I've mm-hmm. seen, um, Kevin Jenkins come out of um, Oklahoma as opposed to Dillard, Dillard seems more to be more finesse, while, while Jenkins is more power. But, you know, if he's a head case, you know, I can't, I can't, we can't do that. We can't do it. We can't do it. You can yeah, work around can. someone who, who wants to put in effort. He just doesn't have the, I don't know, the, 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 the strength. You can put him in a strength program. You, he's still young. You can still grow up and do it. I, I think he'd be a good um, insurance plan, especially if we lose, um, if, especially if we lose Becton uh, uh, going forward. You know, I'm hoping he can come back. I'm praying that he comes back. But you know that he's damaged goods right now, you know. I mean, not even just physically, just mentally to come back from that twice. He's saying all the right things yeah. on Instagram, and I'm pulling for that young man. My heart breaks for this young man because he came back in phenomenal shape. I don't know what this guy's told about, oh, he came out out of shape. Man, this guy, this guy has veins in his arms. at 364 pounds, abs, abs. What 364 yeah. pounds? They got abs. Like, these people are crazy. I don't know what they expect. They don't treat these, <laughs> they don't treat these athletes like human beings, man. Like, what more do you want no. from this man? But um, you know, yeah, the thing A is that, and, and again, you're talking about this, this tackle, and you, you're speaking your mind. I'm just, you know, I'm just sitting back. But again, we talk about going after these veteran guys, the free agents. Guess what? The price is going up. It's going up because they know that's what happened. You, you are right. Like right. you said, Dwayne Brown He's over a barrel. And, yeah, we're, we're not just talking about the guys on the outside. What about the guys on the inside? This is spent last year of his contract. You don't think that he's looking around going, okay? If I end up staying oh, no. in the left tackle, or even if you move into yeah. right tackle, if I play well, yep. guess what? My price is going up, too, because I know you don't have any Absolutely. other options. I mean, you got Makai Beckton coming back off of being out for two years with a, a knee injury, right? Uh, you know, uh, uh, another chip, uh, chip fracture on the right knee. Hey, guess what? Uh, I'm going to charge, you know, a couple million more as well. So you could look at the New York Jets really needing, in need of tackle this upcoming season, or this upcoming offseason, really looking to address the, the, the tackle position. All around. If we move on from Beckton, like a lot of Jets fans are talking about, that's a hole. Then you got to look at George Fant if he ends up walking away. Because, again, if he plays left tackle solidly this year, there are going to be teams that are going to be vying for his services. And he will get paid. Yeah. If you can show that you're yeah. a solid left tackle in this league, you know that. Eh? He's going to get paid. Absolutely. So then we can end up absolutely. with no tackle. <laughs> They're hard to find. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's wild. I, I think, I think wild, right now you've you, you got to – I will wait it out for Fant a little bit, right? So hopefully mm-hmm. the, the mean he comes back to the average or mean or whatever. And he plays well but not well enough, and then you got to sign him no matter what because you're right. If he plays decent, it's going to go way up. So you got to get him. You got to you got to you got to buy low because you don't want to sell. You know you, we don't we're not trying to sell him high. You got to buy him low now while you can. You know I mean they should have probably took care of that a while ago. Yep, and and, and Dwayne Brown. Hey, but Dwayne I'm Brown, I might have to back off of him. Yeah, yeah I, got by low. Low. I might have to back off of him and go with Andre Dillard and chip him with running backs and send protection to his side with tight ends or, or chip or chip with the running back or tight end, and then we might have to go from there. And, you know, if Kevin Jenkins is good, I don't know, you got to interview this kid. I feel like he has the body, he has the strength, he was, he's aggressive, but if, if, if it's true, he's immature and all that stuff, because people say some stuff. You know, they say the same thing about Beckham, mm-hmm. he's immature. And, you know, you know, Chicago mm-hmm. is a pretty tough market over there, too. You know, they had Matt Nagy over there. You know, he didn't rub people the right way over there, Matt Nagy. So maybe it was a Matt Nagy situation. We don't know. So I would investigate yeah. Jenkins, 
if Jenkins is a head case and that's confirmed, you, you go with Dillard and then you got to send help for that kid's side. But we cannot go in the war right now with Edoga and Max Mitchell. We we did it. We did it. We did it. We did it today. And Zach got sacked eight times. Zach eight yeah, times in practice. We talking. We talking practice. I'm talking about Allen Iverson. We talking about practice. Okay. Yeah. And, 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 about and again, practice. And again, you're, you're talking about. Yeah, you're talking about buying low, like I said earlier. Buying low is out the door because it, we're already in this situation. There's nobody. He, the, again, he knows, hey, this guy's hurt. He's going to be done for the year. I can have my way. Right. <laughs> buying low is right. so there. That, that, that's out the window now. The second that Beckman, you know, chip, chip, got that chip fracture, the price went up. So we'll see what happens going on. Like you said as well, looking at this situation, it's, it's tough, man. It's tough because even if you're waiting for, what, Connor McDermott to come back, Connor McDermott hasn't looked good all camp. I mean, it's insane. Like I said, I, I trade him for a bag of footballs. Connor McDermott, Lord of mercy. <laughs> Listen, We're relying on Connor McDermott. Yeah, before I get yeah, out bro. of here, because we got we got to spot off in a second. Really quickly, go give ahead, me folks. two position battles. Give me two position battles that you're going to be looking at in this upcoming uh, preseason game against the Eagles. Really quickly. Well, now tackle, and um, <laughs> I guess. Price. I don't believe I'm saying this tackle, and and I guess safety. I was, I'm curious to see who's going to pull up for the three safety. You know, we as the Whitehead has a strong safety on Smash. I want to see who's going to be able to be that ball hawk. And then he's saying Willie Parks is having a good camp. Uh, they said Joyner, he's a Wally veteran, and I mean Ashton Davis. I don't know. He's on the back of a milk car. No one's heard from him since I don't know. Yeah. Like 1977. They put him on the back of a milk car. I don't know where he went. So I mean, he might be the last nail in the coffin for the 2020 draft. Class, yeah. if if Asher Davis can't show anything, so I like to see what happens yeah. to free safety because I mean I felt like we had everything solidified, except uh, um, you know with, with Quan Alexander coming on, um, but you know now that we have this hole in the right tackle, we got to see if someone will come save us. Dillard Jenkins, I don't know, maybe Jesus will come out on high for the mountaintops and save us and play right tackle for us. I don't know, <laughs> but we need someone at right tackle now, and then we'll see the safety. So if I had to say it. Right tackle and safety because we were we were, we upgraded every other position except for these two now. So, yeah. Well, listen, hey, I'm so destroyed. Off, I'm so destroyed. I get it. I get it. I'll, I'll, I need you to call in on the next show. I love hearing from you. You have a good yourself a good one. All right, hey. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you, bro. Have a good one. All right. Absolutely. Listen, a calling in, man. He called in. Today. And people are upset. I'm, I'm here to listen. I'm here to talk. I'm a Jets fan. I love this team. Listen. So we're going to start to close the show out, man. Oh, this has been a phenomenal show, full of fire, so much going on. Salute to my guy Dave in the chat. Dave says, did you hear that Roquan uh, wants out of Chicago, Roquan Smith? Yeah, I've heard a little bit about it. I know uh, I think he's a middle linebacker. Uh, you know, we'll see what, how, how things play out there. Um, I don't know if Joe, uh, J.D. will make a move right now. Uh, for a middle linebacker, but he's a guy you can add. He's, he's all right. He's pretty solid. Uh, but we'll see what happens, you know, going on out there. But right now, tackle, right tackle is on my mind. We've got to figure that out, and we've got to make a move to shore it up, especially, again, this game is right around the corner, man. The season is going to be – it's coming soon, all right? And this offensive line has got to deal, or we're going to have a lot of issues going forward. So I'm going to go ahead and close the show out now. Salute to all the savages in the chat. Everybody going off. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search the D-Long Beach Joe Show. 
Like that page, my content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on the Long Beach Joe Show. All right? I'm also on Twitter as well at YoungJ000. Again, YoungJ000. Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. I'm the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. At all times. All right? Vera Tucker, the best young guards in the league. Saw him dominate people last year. He was on the, on the left side then. Now he's on the right side. He's going to roll people all over the place. All right? We got to figure out that right side, though. That uh, right tackle spot is uh, it's tough. We got to see what's going on. Again, I, I, I want to see Makai Beckman. Wish him a speedy recovery. We'll see what happens going on in the future. But it's tough. It sucks. But I tell you what. Elijah Vera Tucker, good to go. The show's page as well as at the Long Beach Joe, at the Long Beach Joe as well on Twitter. Follow me. Follow you right back. Let's go back and forth about uh, this football team. Uh, you can also check me out on YouTube as well. Go to YouTube. Click that search bar. Click in Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets, all right? Please subscribe. Hit that notification bell. If you want to troll me, no issues. I am the troll, you know, that will troll you right back. So go ahead and get in those comments, and we can troll each other and go back and forth. And as always, people, when you see me in person, all right, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone. The hugs will cost you absolutely nothing, okay? No matter what anyone says, the hugs will always remain free, okay? I want to thank you folks for listening. Without you people, I'm absolutely nothing. Thank you for taking the times out of your day to call in and talk to me about these jets. You know, that's what we do, and that's what I love. So I want to thank you folks again for spending time. You folks have a good one. Peace.